This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Ndobeka Sishi, actor, television presenter and musician. And of course, you might know Ndobeka for, of course, uh, playing the role of Ndukozo Dlamini uh, in uh, Gomorra. Uh, the drama series. Um, yes, the on-screen bad boy will be joining us. I'll tell you when he was born and I'll tell you how old he is. 25 years old, so, you know, absolutely, you know, talented young man. Um, and and you would, of course, known uh, Ndobeke, uh, Ndobeko uh, from uh, this particular uh, series, Komora, right? And it's a drama series, and he played Ndokozo Tlamini over there. That's Ndobeko Sishi. And so in May, in May, there's a decision made uh, to exit the show. And you probably would have also wondered uh, why, how, and what, and what, what's happening in that particular space. And you would have also probably known at that particular time that, of course, uh, there'd been a music thing going on. And I think for a lot of you, uh, the question is, uh, can the two coexist? Can you coexist with being an actor and a talent on stage where, you know, your time is a lot of other people's time and it takes up so much of your time? And can you be a creative as in the place of music? And can you do it together? And of course, uh, well, Ntobeko uh, Sishi is, like I said, a South African television presenter. He's a musician and, of course, famous for that particular role in Tukozo in the popular South African soap opera Gomorrah. Let me bring Ntobeko uh, into the conversation. Ntobeko, welcome to Power 98.7. Welcome to Power Perspective. Bro, how are you? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. 25 years old and you're making life-changing decisions already, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I suppose that 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 suggests one's in a good space, right? It, it's Sorry? an indi- it's an indication that one's in a good space. Yes, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Let let's let's have an understanding, uh, a, a kind of understanding of what happens in May, um, and and you exiting and that particular show. Um, what what happens? What goes through your mind in May when you say, you know what? Maybe it's time to to go. Maybe it's time to leave because. You know, uh, Gomorrah is, is and, and pretty much uh, that's where you made your name. And that's where you still made your name. So, so what's, what's the decision in to, to leave? How, how does that just come about? Um, I'd say it's, it's a decision I'd kind of preempted. Yeah. Um, not leaving particularly that show, but just, yeah. um, it, it just is for me not being on a show for more than three years um, was something for me I'd said I I don't want to do because I I don't want to become like a soap opera actor. Mm. um, Days of our lives. Yeah, like (laughs) it becomes synonymous. You know, now I'm like Stefano Demare. I'm there for like 20 years. um, And, you know, that that becomes all... You know that there is to, to to what I do. I believe my story is greater than that, and mm. um, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I had while I was there, and mm. and what it did. And and yes, it did. I, I made my name there for sure. Yeah. Um. But you know, I just felt like it's it's important for me to grow elsewhere now. So mm. yeah. How difficult was it to make that decision? Like you say, you made your name. You you know, uh, 
everything looks like it's heading in the right direction. But how difficult is it to walk away from something as solid as solid like that? I mean, in, in, in that particular, and if I, if I could just, you know, uh, look at that particular role, a, 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 you know, a, a, solid, a solid base to work from, uh, a regular income, uh, no, 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 no worries about what's next. You know, it, it, it looks good. How, how difficult must it be for someone then yeah. just to walk away? Because, yeah, you know, you take, I mean, you take everything into consideration. There's the, there's the futuristic of what I can do, but, but there's the here and now and the, and the, and, and the financial aspect of the year and now. It, mm. it, yeah. How do you, how do you do that? So because it was, uh, it was, preempted for me it was yeah. before i'd even started on this particular job i'd always said that you know i, I don't want to work for that long okay. so I, mm. what, like saving for me was always really a huge part of it and making smart decisions financially that would ensure that yeah. um i can have creative control over my life and i'm not yeah. bound to something because of you know financial pressure for yeah. me that was always really important for me to put myself in in that position. And that's what I did for the past couple of years. So as much as yes, I mean, mm. yes, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult decision. And I'd say that it's easier said than done, because yeah. um, the stability is, is it's great. Like yeah. stability yeah. is amazing. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think for me, the, the purpose is greater, and it always has been. And so it, it, mm. it wasn't as hard a decision, because of, of how I'd set up my life and also mm-hmm. because of how much I value my purpose. Sure. And, and, and what do you take away from, from all of that? I mean, you're not walking away. You, you've spoken in previous and other interviews about coexistence and, and the two can coexist and you're not leaving the one. You know, there's no finality when you leave there to pick up something else. What, mm. what would you say, you know, you've, you've taken away from that that's going to build you where where you've you've now decided to focus in the musical space what what do you take away from that particular character that particular space of you know uh, is you know the discipline of every day and getting your lines and and acting and yeah. and and maybe the exhaustion too of of every day every day you know having to be professional around a camera and 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 knowing your lines and and um you know just the like i said the discipline of that what are you taking into the next chapter um, I'm taking a couple of lessons. I'd say the first one is, yes, discipline. Um, I had to be disciplined there. Um, it was very important for me to do my work, to do mm. my prep, mm. um, because it was so intense. Um, I'd say that I'm so grateful for, for the discipline that it taught me and mm. the self-control that it taught me. Um, <clears throat> it also taught me, yeah, to, to work well with, with, with the people that I work with because, you know, what you leave behind, especially in an industry as small as ours, mm. is, you know, the, the the taste you leave in people's mouths is, mm. is how you worked with them. You know, mm. were you a pleasant person to greet in the morning? Mm. Um, and it's, it's, it's stuff that's as small as that, I think, that that's important. I'm moving into your next chapter. Mm. Um, yeah, and I'd say that just... Yeah, just working like yeah, working yeah. hard, being a good, a good team player, mm-hmm. um, and and doing work that is beyond just on set, but behind the scenes and ensuring that 
um, I'm being very consistent in the way in which I do things. Sure. And the character, did you, how do you align, how did you get to align with that? I mean, you know, um, when, when I look at you and I look at your, your bio and I see everything that's, that's happening in your life and, and you know, where, where, you, where you place yourself to and the things that are important to you, you know, here, here you are, the son of Mondly and Gladys, uh, and, you, and you choose to seek out, you know, the kind of, uh, you know, um, presentation that, that doesn't quite, you know, fit you at home. And, and you look for, for all of that in all, the, in, in all the wrong places, ultimately. How, how, did, you, yeah. how did you get to, to, you know, play something where, and, and I might, be, you know, when, when I say, when I look at you in your real life space and I look at the character, um, you know, there's, 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 much of a differentiation there. What, yeah. Was that was that difficult? Or is it just you know something that comes with the acting space? Um, I'd say that uh, I believe that every character already exists in yeah. an actor. Um, I don't think that you have to go out of your way to go and search for a character. You've got to find that mm-hmm. character in you because that character already exists. So for mm-hmm. me, it's um, you know the understanding of of the pursuit of a home, mm. that's not just something that I'd say I experienced. I feel like a lot of teenagers experience it. Yeah, you know, yeah. growing up, they, they always have a phase where they're like, ah, no one understands me. Mm. Um, everyone kind of has that phase. And so I just had to remember what it felt like for me. And uh, also, obviously, observing around me and doing my research. Mm. Um, so it, it it wasn't as, you know, challenging, given that, I relate to some of the the emotions mm. um, and the the thoughts that my character went through, but not his actions. You know, mm, but mm, was mm. then finding ways to make those thoughts and feelings justify his actions. I mean, he took it a bit far, mm-hmm. um, but you know, you know, I, I, yeah, it's just the work, mm. the work, man. How do you how do you balance uh, and and Tobeko, How do you balance the the real life? Uh, you know. Um, real life incidents with with character you know how do you play a particular role and like i said the 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 bad boy young rebellious you know teenager kind of thing and in real life you 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 you're that young guy who's like don't do that and don't do what i do there and don't potentially do this so how do you you know like because you bump into you're bumping into people you know of your own age and and people younger than you and people who are looking at you on 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 screen and 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 yeah your character is one particular thing and people want to emulate you you know it's like hey you know what that guy and tobacco you know like uh, when he's when he when he's when he's playing into corso dlamini you know like and and then and deep down you want to like yeah don't do that and and don't do that yeah yeah the balance there you know yeah I mean it's yeah it's understanding that people well for me it's it's always important to to justify actions even if the the most important thing mm. um, as you know as an actor is you've got to love your character and you've mm. got to genuinely justify your character's decisions without judging your character. Yeah. It's never your job to judge your character. And so mm. there might be decisions that my character made that I wouldn't necessarily make in, in my life, you know, but mm. my job is never to look at my character and go, oh, what a terrible decision because yeah, yeah, yeah. that reflects on, it's, it's clear on the screen, you know, mm. um, the camera picks up everything. So if I'm judging my character's mm. decisions while I'm, um, you know, currently in character, it's, yeah evident that I'm 
judging what I'm doing and the, the aim is to never judge what you're doing. So I'd say that it's, it's learning that. Um, mm. I think that's a fundamental rule of, of being an actor is never, ever judge your character. Mm. Love him, cherish him, understand the decisions he makes and mm. justify them to the point where you believe them and you believe that what you're doing is right. You have to believe that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. How important was age, 25? How important is age in a decision like the one you made? And I'll get to the music part now. How how important is age? Do you begin to have a conversation with yourself that says, you know what, um, before I'm too old to do the next thing, I need to do this. Is is Was age a factor? Because... Um, the kind of music you make is 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 you know well it it transcends beyond this particular age group because um, when when we begin to talk about the music I I can talk about how an older generation can relate and how the young generation can relate but mm. but for you to make a decision about music now I suppose you you look at yourself in your own space and you say. Before I'm 35 or before I'm there, you know, I, I, I want to have closed this particular chapter. Was the fact that, you know, um, time time doesn't wait a, a factor in this particular regard as well? Yeah, I'd say that, yeah, in terms of time and age, so for age, for me, age is not really for me a, yeah. a motivating factor. I mean, if that was the case, I would have. I think done everything I could to not have studied and spent four years at university. Sure, sure. Okay. Like dived into this or just dropped out of university, you know? Mm. So the age, age for me, I believe everyone's time, everyone has a, like a, a timeline for themselves and I never want to compare myself with the next person. So, mm. um, it was a time thing where I, I'd put the, I'd said three years, but, Mm. For me, the overriding thought process is, am I still growing here? Yeah, am I still yeah. challenged here? And mm. if I don't necessarily feel like I'm I'm as challenged as I was before, then I, I'll take the decision to leap. Um, but if, for example, I feel like I'm, I'm very much being challenged in the space, mm. um, then yeah, I'll stay and I'll, I'll, I'll see it through. So... I'd say that age didn't play that much of a role in it. Mm. I'm I'm in no rush. Mm. I'm in no rush, mm. and I'm also um, not also necessarily trying to take things slowly. I'm very much going with the way I feel my my spirit mm. um, and and my relationship with God, and you know, consulting mm. God and finding yeah. out like what you know, where should I move now? Where should I stay here? Am mm. I creating value here, or am I not creating value? Do I feel like I'm creating value yeah. or not? Yeah. And and how 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 did you deal with the fame part? I mean, you know, I've 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 seen somewhere where, you know, uh, and and I, I and I've seen a lot of people say it, you know, and uh you know with with that particular role, uh you know, a lot a lot of people began to know you as as in Tokozo. And so, um you know, a lot of people begin to engage. The 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 mm. fame the recognition part. Um you know, being 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 reserved and 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 based on you know the kind of character you are. What what what? How did you deal with that? You know, the 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 the. Well, I'm in front of the screens. People are writing about me. People are talking about me. Um, and and you know, um, I'm here now. I've 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 arrived. Mm. Did, the the fame part. Did you you know? Did it come naturally, or did you struggle with that? I, I just struggled with it. Yeah. Uh, for a couple of months, I 
Well, the first year, I'd say, I mean, this all happened during lockdown level five. Yeah. So when we stepped out of lockdown and, um, you know, going to the mall for the first time and, you know, seeing people recognize mm, me mm, and mm. photos and stuff, like it was very strange because mm. um, I'm, I'm, I love stepping out and taking walks. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so for me, it was just weird that I'm doing it now. I'm very much an observer. Yeah. I love people watching. Um, I And so it was so weird now that I'm like looking at people, but they're also staring at me. They they uh, they watching people. They people watching you. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm. And that and that's just awkward because now we're all now we're staring at each other, and that's not part of this. Yeah, um, you're not supposed to look at me. So it, it, it for me, it was always really weird at first, but mm. I I just learned to harness it. Mm. Uh, because of yeah, I just learned to be I, grateful. That was the, that's my next question. Did you? I mean, you've been able to embrace it, and you've been able to embrace it well. And 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 I'll tell you, uh, uh, bec- I asked that particular question because um, you've been able to keep your private life very much out of uh, out of the limelight as well. So in in as much as you've embraced it as well, and you've accepted, you know, what's come with the character and what's come with that particular role. Uh, you've you've been able to keep your private life pretty much your private life. Mm. Yeah, I've tried, I've, yeah, I'm trying. I, I continue to try, um, and so I'd say that that's a result of me being. I'm very strict about that. Mm. Um, I'm also very much uh, clear that in my music, if you want to discover anything about my private life, yeah, it's, it's there, there, right? Yeah. You know, I'm very honest. I'd say my music is very honest. Mm. Um, I don't like getting into that stuff because it also distracts people. People end up focusing now on your private life and mm. um, not, you know, the music and the stories you're trying to tell. And, and that's why yeah, I don't care for doing that. Sure. In Tobacco, it's 28 minutes past nine o'clock. I'm going to take a break. And on the other side of that, let's begin to talk, talk about your music and your music career and that other aspect where you, uh, I think is an important aspect also you, where you, where you mention and you talk to about your, your relationship with God. It's 28 minutes past nine o'clock. I am, of course, talking to Ntobeko Sishi. He is, of course, the character uh, Ntokozo Dlamini on Mzansi. Um, and, and, of course, you'll know it from uh, Gomorrah and that particular drama series. And he is my guest here tonight. Let me bring uh, Ntobeko back into the conversation. Um, Ntobeko, I'll tell you what Leth Led, uh, who's working the buttons here in studio, just said when we were playing that. She was like, it gives me goosebumps, um, and she was just just holding on to that uh, and saying, "It gives me goosebumps." Um, wow! Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot to be said about your music, um, and a lot of people are talking about your music. And you've been you've been someone who hasn't defined it properly because um, in in one of the interviews you say you still you're still finding yourself, or the music is still finding yourself. Mm. How then do you begin to, you know, uh, talk to us about, you know, the music that that you you're putting out there? Uh, how how do you define it? In or or alternatively is what is it? What is it now? And and do you know what it's going to become? Yes, yeah, so I I'd, I'd say that um, okay, so I'm gonna say 
I'm still finding it. I'd yeah. say it's the, the, the refining the sound and the sound design. And I don't really have a genre specific. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say it's out R&B. There's out pop. Mm. Um, I'm very much a lover of the alternative. Mm. I'm very much in love with imagery in my music. Mm. Um, so there are some distinct characteristics, but it isn't. It's kind of in different places right now. Yeah. Um, I, my, one of the, an interesting thing uh, my manager said was that, um, you know, artists also don't tend to go, I found my sound. This is my sound. What yeah. happens is over time, yeah. you just keep writing, you keep making music. And over time it ends up just happening and the artist doesn't even realize it. Mm. Um, so for me, it's just, a matter of, of spending more time with myself, more time in the studio, mm. uh, which is what I'm obviously doing now. I didn't have the time before this. And now mm. that I am, um, it's allowing me to experiment more and I'll just be, continue putting out a lot more stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I, I, I don't know if I ever want to reach a point where I can define my sound and narrowly put myself in a box, but I, mm. I do want to be in a place where, uh, there are things I'm familiar with and, and comfortable with and happy making and sounds I enjoy. Sure. Um, you were talking about you, you, my manager, your manager. Um, the re record label, you know, you've signed up. W w you know, like you're, you're beginning to make decisions about that as well. Earlier on, you were talking about savings, making smart decisions, owning your creative control. You know, does does your record label and, and who is your record label, but do they allow you that particular space to, you know, make those smart decisions um, and and engage in your your cre creative control? How much how much of, of of you know when I when I talk to other musicians here on on this particular platform, a lot of them will say, you know what, you've got to own your music, you've got to own your rights, you've got to own that particular space. Otherwise, uh, you know what, um, other people will own it. How are you how are you engaging in that? legal, you know, administrative, logistical space? So it's very important to, if you don't understand how it works, to find somebody who does, who can help you. Mm -hmm. um, but more than anything, uh, it is a matter of, of, of actually doing the research and finding out, mm -hmm. um, you know, what goes into the music business and how revenue is generated in the music business. Mm. Um, so that for me was always a really important thing for, you know, for years now. Uh, I decided to sign mm. uh, last year. So I was signed, um, I was signed to a label last year, uh, from last year until the beginning of this mm. year. Mm. Um and now I'm independent again. I'm mm. um, doing everything, you know, through the company. Yeah. Um, it's a company that my manager and I started, and we're kind of running it as the 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 holding company for my music. So, okay. if you could you could technically say I'm signed to the record label that is my own company. Right. So, in yeah. essence, in essence, you're owning you're owning your 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 rights. You're owning your music. Yeah. Let's talk. Yes. Let's talk about the music uh, a little bit. And you said, you said, you know, you 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 are a character, on you know, on a TV show. But when it comes to your music, you're pretty honest about who you are in your life. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that that particular route to to deal with the honesty um, has, has that always, you know, 
was that an easy platform just to you know did the did the music allow you or or allow you to have a voice about the kind of things that you want to talk about the kind of you know internals that you want to deal with uh, did did music automatically become an automatic space for that yes um I mean, it, it obviously took some time for me to get to the point where I was comfortable enough with it. But sure. um, at you know, at the first time I wrote a song, I was like 13 years old, and mm. um, yeah, just I found myself writing and feeling like, wow, I'm actually really connecting with this, and I'm actually enjoying what I'm writing, mm. um, and I'm actually telling stories about my own life that. I just find weird to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's some things that just, you know, are weird to talk about, but like, I'm like, I feel like I can write about this and it actually feels more interesting now that I'm writing about it. Like, mm. um, yeah, it's almost like this conceited way of, of looking at my life as very interesting when I see it on, on the piece of paper in mm. my music. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of yeah. It, it took time for me to be comfortable enough to really get honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, I haven't looked back since. Sure. Is there a conflict between what's commercial and 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 the pressures of that and and the arts and the creative that that you know that one one wants to deal with, but but also be aware of you know once you've got a a, a label and you've got a manager and and you're thinking of you know will will it will it do well out there the those sort of pressures that come with the commercial space and then wanting to be you know uh, creative and and you know do the arts. Yes, one hundred percent. There's always there's always going to be that conflict. Um, I, I mean, unless you are going out of your way to try and make that type of music, I'm yeah. not. Mm. Um, my intention has always been to just be honest yeah. um, and to tell my story in the most unfiltered, unsugarcoated way possible. Mm. Um, and so, a lot of the time that you write something and make something and it's like, ah, I don't know if the people are going to like this. Yeah. Um, and you know, the moment you start thinking like that, you already going down the wrong path. Mm. You should never be thinking about stuff like that, but it's easier said than done. Mm. Um, I think it's a matter of learning how to manage those thoughts instead of trying to act like they don't exist because Truth be told, they do exist. You do think about mm. what people will like. Yeah, you do want to cater to your audience. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy that says people hate my music, but you keep on making it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me, tell me something about your relationship with God. Um, you mentioned it. You mentioned it in in you know uh, in passing about ten fifteen minutes ago. That that relationship with God and 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 how you and how you got there. You know what 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 brought you to um, to a place where um, if if you look at the media reports, um, the the issue of you know getting baptized just recently, and I think that was pretty much this year still, and 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 finding that that road back maybe, but but you've also got you're also quoted as as in in that same report where you know uh, you know they report about you getting baptized uh, you know recently. They also they also report you as saying 
I once I once feared him. You know, I felt I felt guilty, ashamed, and insecure in myself. Um, what 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 takes you to that particular place first before you find him? And and then you know the the question would be now is what what is that relationship? Yeah. So, um, so what take what took me there first? Mm. Um, I'd say it's a, um, just societally, if that's a word, um, it it tends to be the um, overriding sentiment that you know there's this massive sentient being. In the sky, mm. that's ready to burn anybody who um, mm. lies and mm. steals, and mm. um, and so. And there's a, be, and there's a hell, and there's a hell below with fire and you know forks and all yeah. sorts of things. Mm. Yeah, like you'll be struck by lightning if yeah. you, you know steal or something. Like, and so my kind of sentiment towards God was that beforehand, mm. Mm. Um, and. What that does is it places an immense amount of pressure on you mm. um, to well have to be perfect in order to mm. you know believe in this God. You know, mm. I think we all yearn for something greater than us. We all yearn to belong. Mm. Um, we all yearn to be attached to something mm. um, that is beyond ourselves. And so you know you want to be attached to this God, but this God is going to strike you down because you're just mm. a terrible person and you know it's just for me that was the thought process um and yeah it just I, I i can't even say that it's because of me i'm grateful mm. to god god mm. has drawn me closer and closer to him mm. um to now be able to see that no like god is love you know god mm. is you know, you don't need to be perfect to go to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, God wants you the way you are. And what will happen over time is he will put, like, he will work in you to the point where you feel, um, you know, like you're good enough. But mm-hmm. only in him, only through him, because the world will continue to tell you that you're never good enough. You'll mm-hmm. never be good enough for this world. And that. I've, I've just also had to come to terms with that. I always mm-hmm. try to impress people. I used to be a people pleaser. I used to be, uh, you know, in whatever space I was in, wanting to please. Mm. And now I don't really care for that anymore. So, mm. um, and I'd say that that's thanks to my relationship with God. Mm. And and that that relationship was it was it a a a a a space you couldn't just ignore? Was it something that you know um, you you? I mean, some some people would would when when there is that particular conflict or uh, when when um, there is that particular conversation, uh, other people you know tend to ignore them for a while. Were, were these conversations you you couldn't ignore? You didn't want to ignore um, mm. because because you know they were important to you. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. I mean, it, at first I did want to ignore it. I mean, at first I think I, I did a pretty good job at ignoring it and finding, mm. um, my comfort in, in other things, um, you know, that I'm not necessarily proud of. Mm. Um, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't on drugs or anything and mm-hmm. I never thought about even doing that. But, um, I'd say that there there was a, a search to fill this void with things that just were just not good enough. And 
just couldn't actually be pulled as void. And then I reached a point where I was like, man, um, let's actually go back. Because I grew up, you know, in a Christian family and mm. I grew up believing in God and, and going to church and being part of youth. And um, my friends would always talk about Jesus. And then I fell off completely at university. I started questioning my beliefs, my faith, everything, and, you know, what's real, what isn't. And then um, I was, I stuck with that for years mm-hmm. until I'd say, yeah, about a year, year and a half ago where I was like, man, this is just, it's not happening. Like, it's not, none of this stuff is working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let me try God again. So, yeah. Sure. 10 to 10. Yes. Ntobeko Sishi is my guest. Ntobeko, the international space, um, people people that you would have looked to, people that you still look at within that particular space when, when either you're writing music or, you know, you, you're going to, uh, you, know, uh, you, know, s- you know, sing something. What, 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 who, do you, who do you particularly look like and look to into, in the international space? Um, I'd say some of, my, um, some of the people who I draw inspiration from. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge fan of like alternative stuff. So there's a band they're called Bonnie Ver. I'm a huge fan of them. I'm a huge fan of Dijon. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Kanye West, of course, and the usual like Drake and yeah, um, Dorshan and Michael Jackson and um, like Sharon. Like I love, I love the way they construct their melodies and mm. um the stories that they tell so i draw a lot of inspiration from a lot of different sources mm. um yeah and I'm, I'm hoping is it is it something you can relate to with kanye west who who, who does the gospel he does the gospel thing and 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 can bring that into into his music as well and 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 interchange is 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 that something that you lean on as well as an artist and and you know because he does yeah. that pretty well yes it's something i am looking to do in my in my lot in this latest project that i've just released um yeah i've I've definitely leaned into that for the first time ever, and I'm excited to do more of that for sure uh those because those songs almost feel sacred they almost feel like it's natural you know I've not to actually think about them at all mm. so. How do you how do you see yourself hit you know and what do you think you need to do to get into the international space? Uh, is it is it is it too early a, a call? Do you think you know you've you've got to do a lot more? Um, how do you how do you how are you relating to you know a conversation that's international at this particular point? Because that's um, ultimately that's where you know ultimately one wants to one wants to see one's music do very well globally. How are you relating with the conversation around that space yet? Is it, you know, how how do you see yourself getting your music there? Yeah, I mean, we've got social media now, man. So that changes everything. Um, I have a friend um, who, like, he was just posting stuff on TikTok mm. and he was just very consistent in, in doing so. And, you know, got picked up overseas and now yeah. he's touring overseas and he's killing it and, yeah. and so yeah i'd say that the, like the power we have in social media means you don't have to go through 
the conventional structures of doing live shows and mm. then from your city another city and then no like just if you're consistent on social media mm. Tobacco Sishi, we've we just lost you in the last minute there uh, in concluding that particular point. You want to repeat how you concluded that particular point? Oh yeah, I was just saying that um, social media is, is important, and yeah. social media is something that I do use, and I'm prioritizing more and more, but. I'm not going out of my way to seek international approval right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hopefully, if it comes along, I'll be grateful. Mm. Your, your, the, the issues with mental health and, and artists and artists who do deal with it and deal with it publicly uh, and come out and say, you know what, um, you know, I'm, I'm struggling in that kind, you know, uh, that kind of, 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 of messaging. Um, how have you dealt with it? Um, I'd say God... Um, and yeah, just doing what I love and being surrounded by those who I love. And for me, love, man, love, just Mm. being surrounded by love at all times and not doing anything out of, you know, trying to make sure I operate from love constantly. Tobacco Sishe, it's been an, it's been a real real pleasure talking to you, Nightman. Uh, and and good luck with the music. The music is absolutely you know of international uh, standard. Uh, if I if I if I'm if I'm uh, to 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 work on what Tlesle and Tlesle is of what age group Tlesle? Yeah, the very the very young group. And and if they've taken to your music and getting goosebumps at this particular you know point. Um, Great, great music. Uh, I can't see how you're going to, you know, not do well in this particular space. Uh, it would be good to see you back on the screens as well. Uh, multi-talented artist. So good luck, man. And um, yeah, looking forward to, to, to all the other stuff that you, like you said, you enjoy the creative space that, you, that you're going to get, you know, your, your hands dirty with. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me. Sure. And that's Tobacco uh, Sishi actor, musician, and presenter. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.